Welcome to Financial University, where we are passionate about helping you to thrive when it comes to money. I'm Luke Rogers, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Angus McCrum and Kevin Harvey. Angus is the founder of Trinity Norfolk, who provide financial planning and advice. And Kevin is a trainer with Christians Against Poverty, an amazing organization who work with people to create budgets and to get out of debt. Thank you so much for joining me, Angus and Kevin. Obviously, right now, we are in the midst of a a global situation with the the coronavirus, and things are completely, I guess, chaotic, it seems, out there. And I know that a lot of people are going to be concerned about what that means for them financially. And so what we wanted to do is just to, to get together and chat about both for situations like this that we find ourselves in with with the global pandemic, but also just in general, there are, there are loads of things in life that can crop up that can cause real chaos in our finances. Things like redundancy and job uncertainty and, and all kinds of unexpected expenses that might come into our lives that we need to find ways to navigate. And so I thought, yeah, we just wanted to get together and have a chat about how it is that we can navigate these chaotic times when it comes to our finances. So I guess um, from the off, the, the first thing that people will probably be going through is uncertainty. Uh, as we record this, I think everything financially is very uncertain as to what the government's doing. So to trying to get some certainty in your life uh, can help. It's going to be hard, but, you know, uh, doing research and, uh, and, and trying to find your situation and solutions for it would be a good way forward. Yeah, I remember going through redundancy myself several years back. And uh, the, the chaos is never comfortable. So I think this is this is a great a great place that we can maybe bash this around ourselves and find some helpful tips for folk. Yeah, and like you, Angus, I was made redundant a few years back as well. And I remember you coming over to our house and and helping us out with some advice, which really helped in in those like really uncertain times, um, you were talking about how we can have different levels of budgets that we can work with. And I found that so useful at the time. And so maybe you can expand some of that advice that you shared at that time. Yeah, I remember that. Sometimes when we have a look at whatever we're going through, there's a lot of chaos. And it's difficult for us to split off what what's needed, what isn't needed. And sometimes there's a lot of panic that's involved. So what I found really helpful, and I think you found this really helpful too, Luke, is if you just have a uh, grab a pen and paper and scribble down the things that you actually need, the basic bottom line, what do you need to survive as a family, as an individual, as a family, as a unit, what do you, what are the basics that you need? So if you've got your, your bank statements there, maybe for the last three months, you can have a look through uh, what have you done for food? What have you done for this? What have you done for that? What bills? You might even be able to pay back some of the bills that you're paying. We you just think, oh, well, we don't need that anymore. So you might be able to cut off things like Netflix. I know it's a tenner a month, but actually a tenner can go quite a long way in providing food. So the budget you can have is a bottom line budget where it's just like, okay, that's our bottom line. That's what we need to survive. And then you can you can have a next step up from that where, okay, 
we'd like to survive, but we'd also like to enjoy life a little bit. So maybe we'd like to keep the Netflix or something else. Um, what is that budget? What's that level that we need to see coming in each month? And then maybe you've got your, your third level, which is where you're currently at. This is our budget. This is the kind of um, level that we're comfortable living at. So effectively, what you're doing is you're breaking down your needs to your core needs and building them up from there to include your comfortable needs. Yeah. And I remember I found that re really reassuring to come up with, I guess, the core, the real essential things in life and, and to total those up and to actually realize that maybe I didn't need as much as I thought coming in. I knew that, sure, life might be a, a little bit less comfortable, but actually we could get by and we could pay all the core costs and we can survive and, and that level is fine. And then and work towards jumping up to the next level. Yeah, it was really useful. I think what's also very useful to have in the back of your mind is that you said that it wasn't that long ago that you'd been made redundant. It was last year, I think, or a year before, a couple of years ago. I got made redundant five years ago. Five? Oh, gosh, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, is that you're made redundant, but it didn't take a long time to come out of that so now you're, you're you're running a successful business which is really good when I was made redundant it didn't take me a long time three months did feel like a very long time but actually looking back it wasn't a long time so it's also good to bear in mind that through this chaos it's not going to be a permanent situation yeah I think that's a really good point it's a bit like uh, toothache I, I, I like a dentistry um, analogy it's, it's like you know toothache is a terrible thing to go through <laughs> but but once the tooth is sorted you know it, it's a pain that will go away and, and you can get over it it's painful and it's unpleasant at the time that you're going through it and it does seem like the world has ended and the best thing to do is is to take some small steps you know exactly like Angus said is is to look at where you are financially look at, at what your expenditures are and and yeah you might have to do something radical but that might only last you know a short period of time cut your costs remove all the unnecessary necessary expenditures and then focus on what you can do to improve your situation either getting further income getting a different job again it's easy to say or oh, get a different job but you know the best time to start is now and it might take time but you have to start straight away another situation is is that obviously the redundancy uh, is is quite a, a difficult one although um, there are quite a lot of people who have obviously been sent home from work at this current time and will be able to claim some money from the government but they are now in a period of sort of limbo of they may well be able to go back to their job in some some time in the future. Not quite sure what to do with themselves. You know, uh, we've mentioned good old Netflix and box sets might be um, very appealing. But this is an ideal time to actually try and learn some new skills, which you either might benefit you in your work or um, I just benefit you in your, your life generally. You know, take some time, uh, an hour a day to try and do some uh, reading or watch, you know, YouTube videos, not on cats, but on improving skills try and pick something which interests you and, and and learn something personally for myself i need to learn about facebook advertising so i've already signed up for a udemy course which is free it's um four 20 minute videos so i want to learn the skill of facebook advertising and i've got plenty of time on my hands over the next few weeks so make the best use of your time you don't have to spend all day doing it but try and set aside a bit of time each day to improve yourself yeah that's great and i think as well if you've had something in mind for like a 
a side stream of income that you've never quite had time to get around to well if you've got more time and less money like now is absolutely the perfect time to to invest into that and yeah dive into it and see see what you can make happen and is there any practical um, steps that people can take or things that people can look into when maybe your income has been cut suddenly um, what kind of things should people be aware of and, and where should they be looking for solid and good advice on what to do next? That's a really good question because one of the first things that might come to somebody's mind is how do I pay the mortgage? How do I pay the leases that I've got? How do I pay the debts that, that, that I have? And those are very real concerns that people can have. It is possible to call up the providers and arrange payment holidays so that you're not in danger of of losing your home, particularly in times like this. You definitely don't want to be losing your home, but neither does the mortgage provider want the hassle that comes along with trying to move somebody out of the home and then selling the house. So getting a repayment holiday, you can do that. You can do that with debtors. You can also talk to leasing companies. People, when you speak to them, can actually be really understanding and helpful to the extent that they're able to help you as you navigate the change. Where can people go to find good advice and good authoritative direction on, on what to do in these challenging times? When looking for immediate needs... What do you do with your mortgage? What do you do with your your debts? There are some really helpful sites. The government has helpful sites or helpful pages, should I say, on uh, redundancy. So even if you just go to Google and put um, government and redundancy, that comes up with a few helpful places for you to go to. There's also moneysavingexpert.com. From what I understand, the finder, Martin Lewis, used to be a financial advisor, and he's just gone to really help people on all financial matters. So there's a lot of information there that you can go to. There's a band across the top that, that covers credit cards and loans household bills, banking and savings, mortgages and homes, you name it, there's a lot more there. There's there's a tab on income and budgeting as well. So those are two very helpful sites that that you could go to. And then there's a a couple more I'd like to add into that, which is the citizensadvice.org.uk. They are very good as well. And they've got a banner at the moment talking about uh, work benefits or travel. So if if you want to find out information about that, Um, they're a a good source and there's another one actually I rather like it's called it's a a funny name it's called the justfinancefoundation.org.uk the the JFF is actually a Christian-based organization promoted by Justin Welby the archbishop and that's got lots of really good help generally speaking financially but they've got a, a really nice summary of the coronavirus help so in other words you know as a result of the coronavirus you know the um the 80 percent payment uh, scheme that they put in, uh, what people are going to do for uh, travel and all sorts of stuff. That's there's, so there's a couple of good sites there as well. But yeah, I think it's a good idea. We'll we'll put the links down at the bottom of the um of the podcast. Cool, fantastic. So another thing that I think maybe some people will be in a situation right now where finances are not necessarily in an emergency kind of situation currently, but obviously for all of us, not just in the nation, but worldwide, for all of us, there's a lot of uncertainty ahead. So what are the things that people can do now, if you haven't already been hit 
financially? What sort of things can people put in place now for uncertainty, whether it's related to the coronavirus or whether it's just, you know, the uncertainty in life that comes things like redundancies and unexpected loss of income or unexpected increase of expenditure? What can people put in place? Well, certainly setting up a budget, if you haven't already got one, is a good step forward for future planning. And what that really means is trying to figure out what your incomes are uh, in normal circumstances, what your outgoings are. And actually, Angus's information earlier was really good about setting your ideal um, or your minimum amount of expenditures and your nice expenditures and your really good expenditures. Work out your budget, work out what money you need, and also make sure you plan in there for savings. It's essential that you make some savings, even if it's a small amount, and start to build up a, a buffer for any unexpected events that might come, either from you know dishwashers, washing machines, to broken down cars, to you know, unexpected redundancies. If you have a buffer of money, it relieves an awful lot of stress and pressure. So budget, work out what you've got, make sure you do some savings and that's a, a really good way forward. Absolutely. We typically say that you need three to six months expenditure under your belt. It's a great value to have. So you've got a target that you can aim for and you can drive towards that and think great for the next six to 12 months. We're not going to be living the comfortable life. We're going to pair back and be targeted and, and trying to hit that level. The other side of looking at that is just actually, if times get tough, I don't want the stress. I want to be able to sit with my family and enjoy time rather than wondering how I'm going to pay for the next meal. If things are good for you at the moment and you've got the space, so once you've built up your three to six months, after that, once you've got into the habit of that kind of building, you can then build for, for later on retirement. And I know this has got nothing to do with what we're looking at now, but it is future-proofing yourself. The number of people who have not provided for their future retirement is scary. And the government doesn't have the money to provide for everybody to give them a comfortable retirement. So once you've built up your three to six months, explore ways of saving for the future years when you're not going to be working. Yeah. Is there anything either of you wanted to add before we finish off? Yeah. Can I, can I just try and summarize a simple takeaway, which is you need to plan on what you're going to do, how you're going to do it so that you end up in a better situation on the other side of this. There is help there. Um, there are people that you can reach out to, even if it just means I'm thinking about this. Does that sound a sensible idea? The financial planners or advisors around that you might be able to bounce off ideas with and find people who are, are good with money. There's CAP that Kevin, you work for. Indeed, um, yeah. Christians Against Poverty. That would also be a good source of information. They help anyone, anybody and everybody who needs that kind of, of help. So there is help around. You don't need to feel alone. There is help and you can get through this. Uh, Luke, you've been through redundancy. I've been through, through redundancy. We, 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 um, Kevin, you've come to, to the end of retiring and, and, and working out what does, what, what does the future look like for you. We've all gone through change. And what I really like about us being able to have a conversation together like this is that we've gone through that change, we've come out the other side, we're stronger for it. And the plans that we had, I mean, I remember when you were going through redundancy, the plans that you made right then and there helped you get through it. 
So it's not too late to make plans. If you're going through chaos now, it's not too late to make plans. The best time to do that is right now. That's so good. And talking of plans, perhaps we can finish up with one of my favorite quotes from the Bible, which is uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I think that's just awesome. You know, God's on our side and uh, we will have a future. And it's worth noting that when that was said in Jeremiah, it was said to a bunch of people or to the Israelites who were in exile. They weren't in a comfortable place. They were in no. a foreign land. They, yeah. they had a lot of stuff around them. So they had a lot of questions. And in the middle of that, God gave them hope. So, yes, yeah. there is hope. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. I think this is going to really help some people out there. And as you said, there is hope. There are brighter days coming. And there are a lot of people out there that really want to help you and help you out and help you to see those brighter days ahead. So thank you so much for joining me, Angus and Kevin. And yeah, we'll, we'll speak again soon. Catch you later. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. Financial University is a part of Proclaimers, a modern, vibrant 21st century church with campuses in Norwich, Ipswich and Bratislava. We're online too. Check us out at proclaimers.com. For show notes, links and resources, head to financialuniversity.co.uk.